0: the distinction between oh there's an idea and then the efforting to kind of create something and put something out there Yes. versus like an inspiration and a glimpse of potentiality but then like an a staying engaged to it and there might be like some work that's involved in the creation of it but um in what way, for you, does it feel diff- that creative process feel different in terms of the waiting and the listening and the, the timing and
1: yeah. the ease? Yeah, if I, I seem to make a few attempts to make something, and if if I find two or maybe three, I, I, I won't. The first time a door closes, I, 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 I go for another one. But if there's two door closes or three, it's like, okay, I'll sit with it and I know energetically I'm making it possible. Somebody somewhere is going to do it, like within a couple of months. So if it's not flowing with ease, like the filmmaker came together, a few things, yeah, there was a bit of turbulence and, you know, the wrong one went to print and a few things happened, but it's like, no, this is pretty much moving. It's stopping and starting, but it's moving. But if at the beginning I get a closed door repeatedly, two of them and sometimes three of them, it's like, alright, I know my gig then. My gig is to, is to put it in energetically and somebody else somewhere will pop up with it. That's what I do. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Dean? Since
2: you're uh, talking about process and When you sit in this chair and you're doing a satsang, do you feel that there is some energy which is going through you as you talk and watch you talk?
1: Yes, and that's what I am.
2: Do you sometimes sense that um, a human filter comes in?
1: Oh, I'm sure it must but I'm sure it must the human filter must come in but I'm not bothered by it do you know Um, of course the human filter must be there but but every part of me you know my attention is is, is in, in capital or reality or what I am or prior to that or whatever pointers we use um, I, yeah, I, I have no interest in the human filter part it's about honouring that which that which comes through and I suppose trusting that that will blow out or illuminate whatever is obscuring that message on a human level but if I was to put my attention on the human level gosh That would be a complete disservice.
2: Now, hypothetically, let's say I'm having dinner with you. Is it the same energy which is going through or maybe the human filter is a little bit more present at that time?
1: Uh, Yes, the Jack character comes out to play more then. Mm -hmm. For sure, the Jack character comes out to play more. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say the body couldn't manage that potency coming through all the
3: time. Mm-hmm.
1: Don't think it could. I think I'd blow a few circuits somewhere. Yeah, because there. sometimes it feels that my energy field is huge and some of them times it's just normal. It's just, it's just a little bit outside the body, you know?
2: So uh, let me be a little bit more precise and probably a little bit more blunt, if I may.
1: Please do. Is because,
2: I mean, we obviously, when we are with you, we sense this deep energy flowing through you. But let's say if I'm sitting there and you usually tap into the person's thoughts and his inner thoughts too, and that's where all this is coming through. So then my question is, I, I would I be right... In regarding that when I'm sitting there and you're talking to me I, I should I would like to regard this frankly as gospel
1: then that's if, if you disconnect from your own inner knowing you'll get bitten in the butt. Mm. you've got to you've got to have your own inner resonance as a checkpoint for yourself no matter what. If Ravana literally came down from the ceiling and we all saw him and he said something, you still have to use your own inner knowing. At the end of the day, it's you you responsible for, for yourself. You as pure consciousness is responsible for, for the growth of pure consciousness or the awakening up of pure consciousness. Or At the end of the day, you've, you've you know, there's a time for surrender and a time for total, yes, absolutely. And, and of course, when I, specifically my first teacher, I, I had to say, you know what, if he says jump off a cliff, I'll actually jump off the cliff. I had to go to that level, but it was a phase of, of dropping my own ego, my own de- determination, and my own independence. All of that had to get broken. And since then, oh gosh, no, there's a double checking in because at the end of the day, I'm only, I've i only got my own foolishness to, to blame if I walk up a blind path. And I'm responsible for that. So
2: now let's say you say something to me um, while I'm sitting there and I may disagree with you, but I would... What if my interpretation of the disagreement is that not that what is going through is wrong, but my understanding my interpretation is not right.
1: Yes, that often happens. Yes. Often happens that, that what I'm saying to the person is completely picked up according to whatever filter was running at the time. But there is a knowing that what I've said is resonating with something deeper that they're not, they don't have access to yet. And that's where I put my money. It's like yeah you process this and probably give out about Jack and do um, that's fine I don't care I'm interested in in your deeper the deeper thing that 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 has allowed itself to be visible to me and that's that's where we're going you can get this personality stuff out of the way and if it's at the price of this Jack character I don't give a hoot I don't give a hoot So it, it, I I've yet to see how how an example of when something was misinterpreted and it actually caused unnecessary pain or it caused, uh, it's always a catalyst. It might not be the way somebody wants to hear it, but it's always a catalyst. It's always.
2: You only say what a blessing.
1: Well, we're all the same, you know, we're all the same. You know, we're all doing the same thing. We just think we're doing something different, you know? But really we're all doing the same thing. It's still consciousness playing as Dean. It's still consciousness talking to consciousness about consciousness through that form, through this form, you know? It just happens to be my job, so it's more visible. I've got to look at it like that. It is my job, you know? So, yeah, really there's no difference. I have a feeling
2: Patrick wants to say something.
3: <laughs>
2: I
4: hope the restraints aren't
3: coming fully off. <laughs>
4: um, going back to the creative process, uh, you were talking that there were closed doors, mm. blocks when this creative process is beginning to stir. Yes. Um, and then, so if, if, if the door closes, it just, and it closes three times, you just stop.
1: I do. Okay. I stop. Yeah.
4: Okay, yeah. Okay. So, and then the door may close, but then it opens. Okay.
1: okay, so the the phenomenal world of manifestation, those are the doors that close. You know, I can't get a. Developer who's, who's willing to take on the project or knows how to do it, or I can't find a filmmaker who knows what I'm talking about, or whatever. Okay, so a door closes. But, but still, the project cooks here. It still cooks. So at that point, it's like, ah, okay, we'll see this on Google soon. We'll see it somewhere. I'll we'll see it advertised on the billboard in an airport or something. It's going to come. But but, but uh, yeah, the cooking of it continues.
4: Uh-huh. Uh, well, when you were speaking, I was um, I was relating it to the internal creative process. Okay. Uh, that there's something stirring. Basically, I think uh, I'm a writer. Yes. Uh, deep down, and so. Something is stirring. Yes. And it it it, it goes and fits and starts uh-huh. and sort of blocks. Fits and starts and blocks. And so I guess my question is, and then you talked about when it I forget the words, it started to come easy, flow. Uh, how, how does that when you are writing, is that what happens? In other words, when you're actually writing, you're putting, you know, you're doing the keyboard or whatever pen or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's it's something that just just flows through. Yes. Creatively.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. It's and it's about to knowing on a human level what supports make it possible for you to write. So you know, some people write best first thing in the morning. So it has to come before everything. For myself, I can't do a little bit every day. I have to just block off two weeks, and I can't seem to find a few weeks to just block off, actually. You know, there's just too many other balls in the air, you know? <laughs> so, so to find a chunk of time, I go into it. And then I'm up in the middle of the night, and I'm, like, reading when I'm typing, thinking, oh, oh, that, that's interesting, actually, you know? It's just like... Duh, 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 duh. It's pumping, you know? But, but for me, I can't do a little bit every day. I, I've got to find a block. and yeah. We'll see if the block will appear. The block of time. But do you know what the structure is that that enables your creativity? Gives the context for your creativity to blossom? Yeah,
4: yeah, I found it. It's early in the morning.
1: Yeah, and it's
4: almost every morning. Yes, I would
1: have I would have guessed that for yeah, you. It's
4: like it's just part of the meditation. Yeah, you know, like, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah,
4: and then it, it just sometimes it flows and sometimes it doesn't. Yes, it's but leave long. the space for it every morning. Yes, and then it's sort of ooh, what's all this about?
1: yes thank you
5: that's helpful yeah sure Jack you mentioned that you went from 90, 90 10 for therapy and, and more yeah deeper questions down here to 50 you think you're 50-50 have you ever thought of actively discouraging the therapy questions
1: yeah it's funny I think we're not there yet but I'm, I'm moving in that direction I'm moving in that direction I think um, uh, there seems to be a phase of kind of mm, maturing a particular game out of that you know like looking at France now for example and France when I started there five years ago yeah this year March was my fifth year like way out there kind of questions like, like what we're talking about here and very very few therapy stuff very very little The first two trips to France, I would be sick when I would come home. I would be like, what? Why is there a pull to go to this place? Because it's only therapy, 100% therapy. So there seems to be certain locations of where a maturation of the group has happened. Toronto has matured quite a bit also. That moved from the therapy into, into something else also. So certain areas seem to be kind of like it's part of my gig, I suppose. And me and other teachers or whatever else is influencing that group, you know, to move them to a certain point... Um, sure, sure Yeah, I'd welcome the day that that comes If it comes It feels like it is But I'm never sure until something happens And then I pick it up retrospectively <laughs> Do you know? But it feels like that I, I can see myself though that I'm going, towards, going towards non-denialism Moving it completely away from, from spirituality altogether and shift in perspective that that is about not denying any aspect of it and discovering what it is to be really human and completely washing it free of all the spiritual trappings. Then there'd be no therapy as a consequence of it. It's not motivated by having no therapy, but I'm going towards something called non-denialism, which I think might be where there's no therapy. But I'm never motivated by, okay, we've got to cut that out. I can't I have to, you know, it, it's just an observation of where the direction is going and an assumption about where it might be going as well.
5: So you're, you're, you're responding to what you're sensing in the air. Especially. Yeah, yeah. But this other thing about non denialism. boy, you just, you get something just as you said. Yeah, there's something in it. It's very potent, yeah. It's extremely potent. Yeah. Just almost what I was experiencing this morning was I couldn't explain something was happening, and and I found myself looking to just grasp it, and it was ungraspable.
1: Um, ha! Huh, good. Yeah. But, yes.
5: And and I just allowed the, the discomfort of that absence of graspability, if that's the right word.
3: Yes. And, and
5: then you said it again. And I said, yeah. 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 But, but there is. I used unity yesterday, and the, that's what I sensed just then was the, the unity with this non-denial. Because you're not denying
1: anything, so it's all there's a unity, but it's it's definitely a transcendent unity. Yes, it's a transcendent unity. Cause there's you
5: know there's the orange and white and red and the irises or whatever they are. Yes. You know whatever. Yes. In fact, I was just going to ask you what that, that is. I'm starting to change it on you. What happens, I guess, because I, it was like I was shedding skin. It was the image I had. And just, and I, well, no, that's, that's, too, that's concrete. It's, it's just trying to make a metaphor for something that's going on. And again, it was a little disconcerting. Yes. Because I didn't know what was happening. Yes. Um, and I thought of asking, well, now I'm asking you. Yes. Is that part of the process? That's part
1: of the process. For some, they experience it like a vacuum, just being sucked into something. Yeah. And for others, it's like, wow. Like, you, you, you. What it actually is, is the mind is trying to find a reference point and nothing is solid. It catches something and it's just a puff of smoke. It's actually the mind trying, realizing that it has no solidity, no validity, no solidity at all. But the sensation and the imagery is that you're trying to grasp something and you can't.
5: That's that's the experience. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I just whenever I start trying to analyze it, it's hard. I'm just going to put it to awareness. Yeah. It's all happening within awareness. Yes. You let the awareness take care. of it. Yes. And it, it seems to work. Yes,
1: exactly. And you
5: came up with that word again, and it's going to happen. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. That's part of it. That that nothing, nothing to hold on to. No solid ground at all. Yeah. Yeah. Paula. Unless yourself. Yeah.
6: Maybe not. When, okay. You said non denialism and. My mind just went like, I don't understand what you're moving. Yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what I did understand of it is that you deny nothing. Yes. That um, there's an intense listening. Somehow, it sounds
3: disturbing to me. Ah.
6: The, the grain of sand of the dot. Yes. There's a certain amount of denial. I never would have used that word. So it's like, what do you mean? Anyway, um, in a very fundamental, a very um, know, it was deep, but a basic, basic, basic level, um, there's denial. So then when you also said that you know there are fifty percent of the questions now are coming from the you know therapy questions, this also gave me pause to think about those therapy questions. Is that denial? Is that what I mean, is that what you mean by the therapy questions and the ones where we're we are I mean we are there's a knowing that this is in all is, there's a knowing of that.
3: So.
1: But nothing can be denied in non denialism. So then, even if there is a, a therapy piece that needs to happen, that can't be denied either. That,
6: that okay. So now you it, okay. So then it's non denying of. Of, even non-denying of denial or non-denial yes yes it's just
1: not denying any of it and so you know even if it it it, it allows for the perspective of the totality because nothing is denied there you know the way when you get into the non-dual you tend to deny deny a bit of duality then because well nothing happens and we kind of you're trying to find how t- how to make that work. That's a that's um, a good trap. It's a trap. There's a lot of denial there in the non dual until yes. you mature of it, and then you you and then you you see, oh my God, I'm just buying a non dual concept actually to to veneer over something in my life, you no? Know? So. so
6: I think this is what I was when you said non denial, and I went back to the God. Yes, there's a certain level of yeah of denying the. Uh, not, not, what am I going put this? Um, if there's no character. Yes. And stuff comes up that really has to do with the character. Yes. And then there's this, oh well, that's just, you know, that's just the character. That's not. Yes. Is, it could be a real, I mean, what, how do you, do, well, I guess the
3: question is how do you, how does one, is how is there a distinguishing done between
6: that and just saying it's, well, I guess the answer for me would be that there's a sense of peace. Okay. That's your monitor, your gauge of knowing. The gauge the is if there's a sense Yeah. Of, Peace and I, don't know, I have to use the word in space. But yes, it's, it's
1: mostly peace. Yes, and you know if something like self-honesty isn't there in somebody's character yet, invariably they will deny stuff that needs to be cleared, issue-based material that needs to be cleared at a personality level. You have to have that level of wisdom and self-honesty to say, oh, okay, actually, that's my crap. I- I'd love to be like way out there, but actually, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm, I'm greedy or I'm, I've got something going on here that I'm trying to hide yes. you know if self-honesty isn't in place if a certain amount of maturity isn't in place if somebody is afraid of exposing themselves to themselves, of course they don't even know that they're doing it you'll always find that that people fall through the cracks and they end up in the wrong workshop <laughs> you'll always find that that they're just not ready for that is, for, for what's available there You'll always find a bit of that. But I suppose that has to be allowed for. That's the margin of human error, isn't it? Uh, of, of folks just not having an ability to see themselves or the tools to manage themselves. There'll always be a bit of that. But I suppose in, in, in introducing non-denialism, if it makes somebody scared, you know, it's like, that's great. Off you go. Don't come, don't come, don't come. But if there's a sense of like, because with non-denialism and if we talk about the totality, it's a very wide view. Mm -hmm. Somebody can go there in their head if they've got a lot of stuff to do, but it feels very different if somebody is here in their head or if somebody is actually energetically here because they have done the work. feels very different, doesn't it?
7: You know?
6: Yeah,
1: it really rattles something. You know? Yes, it rattles something. It yeah, does. It does. And it's sort of sneaky.
3: Might be worth looking to
1: see what it really rattles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, just a little behind you there.
7: So my feeling about this is, uh, it's precisely these therapy parts yeah. that we have, uh, that I've done a few of this weekend, that I think are doorways, yes, opportunities to go deeper, to dive deeper into stuff. Yes. Like me acknowledging for the first time in 47 years that I really don't have all that like self-love that I proclaimed to have. Yes. That was a big therapy thing. Like yes. Yeah. But it unlocked something. Yes. When you when you're in denial and you have lived I guess we have protection mechanisms. I'm not a psychologist, but those things have kept your life up until now. And you don't wanna disassemble them because yes. at some level you feel your your survival is threatened by that. Absolutely. But then you come and unlock a piece like that and and you admit it, it. doesn't matter the rest of the people, but you admit something like that to yourself. Yes. There's an opportunity for growth there. For yes. Yes. So I wouldn't be. I mean, I guess I have a, a charge with really the thing of having such a resistance against doing the therapy piece because for me that therapy piece was very significant.
1: Yes, but something in you is 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 ready for more because you're still here. You know, those, those who really just need therapy, they get their piece of therapy and they're gone. They're like, enough, I, I don't know what she's talking about. I have, I have it, enough, I'm out of here. And they leave. But you kept coming back. And, and that's fine because it's like a natural selection process. When the folks who need therapy get their therapy, they leave. You know, usually they do. You know, or if something annoys them and they leave in a rage. You know.
7: Maybe making you the one to blame. Oh, yeah, of
1: course because projection is they're still at the place where projection keeps them safe yeah of course that's fine you know it doesn't it doesn't penetrate here at all it's like it's just how life works it's just how mind works you know nothing is taken personally here so so it's fine but it has its own way of of moving out not so much before because because there was nobody in the group really like 5 years ago who would be able to take the other levels. So it was all just therapy. It was just a super therapy, you know. Whereas now the therapy is, is minimal. In this group, it's minimal. But of course, if that's what's alive, that's what needs to be moved. Then that's what we find. That's what we find. That's
7: where we start.
1: It's where we start. That's where we start. Yeah. Okay. Behind and then. Yeah.
8: Oh. Um. I think we've probably all, it sounds like, been to other gurus and we've all sat there and had someone talk about their haircut for half an hour or about their ex-boyfriend or about the car they bought that they wrecked, so, you know. Yeah. But it's been interesting for me, this because you may not realize it, you may realize it, but you have such an interesting gift of presence that comes through when people are asking those kind of questions. So I'm forced to sit here and watch you Probably thinking, you know, it's almost like sometimes I want to say, Look, when you go up and sit there, if she interrupts you, let her speak. She's the guru, right? She's the teacher. Don't talk ninety percent of the time of her time. This is my mind. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. what I do. Get off this subject, there's something richer. Yeah. But then I watch you with such a lovely concern and such a neat presence that I go, Jamie, your mind is just desiring something different. Yeah. Stay with what is here. Yeah. So I hope it never, the therapy never goes completely right, even though I'd be the first earlier to vote for it to go away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's very interesting to get to watch you yes. and see how that state that maybe we hear words to is actually manifested, Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I yeah. just wanted to share that. Yeah. that has been
1: helpful. yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I think there'll always be a certain amount of it in uh, in in this work, because if that's where someone's at, that's where they're at, you know? I think so.
3: yeah.
9: Just want to clarify something. Yeah. What I'm hearing in terms of non-deliability. What's the difference between that concept that you just said and accepting what is as is?
1: Okay. So accepting what is as is is deeper in the movie because um, it because it's a technique. You see, non-delialism. I suppose is a, I don't know, maybe it's a philosophy? It's not, it's more nebulous, you know? There's someone still doing the accepting. There, yeah, accepting what is, is exactly, it's a technique for someone to apply in order to get a benefit, to live better. Whereas non-denialism is just like, okay, you know what? We can say the technique is don't deny anything, but but there's more than the technique. It's like there is a totality that, that, that you are or that you have access to or that manifests through that form. Let's explore it. So it's more than a technique. But
9: If one thinks in terms of accepting what is without wanting to change or make anything out of it, otherwise yes. say what is, is, then help me understand how non-deniability is
10: different from
1: so, in non-deniability, we can talk about space and removing the concept of space. That has nothing to do with accepting what is, because because you, because your own perception will decide what is. This isn't about your own perception. Do you see? There's a localized perception that that recognizes what is, and then and then we work from that. But this. This is much broader than, than local perception. Does that make sense?
9: Well, in a certain level, it makes sense. But at the same time, if I'm thinking I see what is, and I say, well, okay, this is, this is what it is, then I'm not denying anything.
1: You're not, but you're making an assumption that your perception is correctly telling you what is in the first place.
9: Yeah, but I'm not passing any judgment on that. I'm simply saying it is what it is.
1: I know you're not passing... Okay, so you're... Okay, it's like there's a sequence. Your perception tells you what is, you've no judgment on it, and there's an acceptance of what is. All right, so backtrack a little bit. What is it that makes the appearance of what is? What is it that's creating that, that's seeing it, and is that perception limited in the first place to what you already are prepared to accept and the chances are your perception will only give you things that you are willing to accept because perception will do that so i'd be inclined to look at your perception there whereas what is accepting what is or what is is whatever that phrase is is after and it does it never looks at the perceiving machine that makes what is appear in the first place
9: that's true but at the same time, if there is a broader understanding or deeper understanding of it, it is the consciousness that appearing, then I'm not clear in terms of how to draw that distinction. Yeah, is this just
11: a, this is a very grand vision you're describing?
1: Yes, it's a very grand it's vision. It's your perception. Not the micro- it's,
5: it's
11: pure perception it's
1: pure perception, yes where, where the perceiving is, is integrated in itself, there's nothing perceiving yes. yes.
11: it reminds me of a beautiful passage in the Bhagavad Gita where Krishna is telling Arjuna why he has to fight and he tells him well, surrender to the will of God that we're already did, so he tries it doesn't work very well he says, well, you're not the doer anyway, can't do that can't work with that So he tries everything. He says, then finally he says, it's all part of one grand vision. And he says, that's what I want to see. And then he says, I want to see that. He says something like Jack Nicholson, you can't handle the truth, Mm -hmm. you know, in that movie. He says, show me anyway. And he opens his mouth. And the entire Mm -hmm. one perception of everything happening happens in one. Death, all age. And, you know, that's a lot for the mind to collapse it. But it sounds to me like if one can hold that perception, that's really the place to be. But but it's a, it's a paradox to do that. It can
1: Yeah, it's like you can't hold it, yeah. but in the complete and total understanding of the layers of perception that you have assumed to be correct or yours, in yeah. the dismantling of those... And then understanding what perception is, and then even to where nothing is perceiving anything, and then there's no perception at all. If, now there we're talking about if there's pure
11: perception, is there duality?
1: With pure perception, no, there isn't duality. Okay, so but actually, there's still there's still something we can label. So prior even to the label of perception, because
11: there's a subtle thing that's saying there's perceiving. Is yes, right? okay.
1: yes, okay. yes. So prior to anything we can name, prior, prior, prior. Yeah.
6: Ah, okay. Excuse.
1: And this guy in the white shirt you you shirt—you want is it gone again? Yeah, okay.
3: <laughs>
5: yeah, I got it. Um, yeah. the, the making acceptance is far more difficult than not denial. Because the, as I was experiencing it, because something arose, and I said, oh, I'll accept this. Well, I don't accept this. Mm-hmm. But I cannot deny that it's
1: surprising. Yes. It, it, that's, it's Genmark, yes. Actually, and so
5: yes. it's there and it can flow. Yes. Whereas otherwise there's, there's a create, there's a, there's a uh, friction, okay. there's combat there, there's a fight and Be- resistance.
1: Because there's a doer, there's a doer. that there's does doer. the accepting. There's a doer.
5: There's a doer. There's an absolute doer there. Yeah. So the non-deniability is, is...
1: It's, it's yeah, you, you, you can't accept or not accept something. You, you can't even see what is, though that capacity for that vision isn't even there when you're right back. But allowing
5: it to go... Okay. Yeah. Real difference.
1: Yeah. Real difference, yeah. Real difference.
4: No, I don't want it. You can
3: rest. You can't deny that.
0: <laughs> it sounds kind of like the non-denialism is pointing to a process of like allowing both ends of a polarity to be, Yes. and so it's kind of like a transcendent shadow kind of reclamation process, um, or at least this is what I'm kind of noticing in my experience. Could you speak to that, that kind of process of... Like a preferencing for one, and the way that it feels in my system is like from a soup, then there all of a sudden be a quality that arises in consciousness that's like uh, that becomes there becomes a polar um, self and not self, and then there's an object to that, and then like that energy is not allowed in my system, so then there's a distinction, and then there's some. Like process to like reclaim that, so then when that quality, so that when that quality arises, there's there's an equanimity to allowing that to be in consciousness. Okay, I I I, I, I
1: got half that. Could you run it again? I'm sorry, I I missed something.
0: So like one aspect of the non denialism what I'm hearing is the tendency for some non-dual teachers to deny aspects of the relative experience. Yes. So if absolute relative language, if we're even in the domain of words and concepts, like okay. if we just allow absolute relative language, it, like there's nothing needs to be denied there. Yes. But the view is more important than the concepts. Anyway. Yes.
3: Okay.
1: So that's, that's a
0: separate thing. So I'm going to separate that. All right. How would you describe the process for you, or for what you see seen people, of noticing when one one aspect of polarity is a shadow not allowed, so violent and non-violent, um, intention and surrender?
1: You know, it's funny. I, I don't see them in terms of polarities. How it works is that... Um, a person talks for a while and while they're talking I'm getting a picture so there's two things going on there's just linguistic communication but I'm getting some kind of an energetic picture a take on where they're at and and, and then I I, I I just go after where the blocks are and sometimes I'm doing it energetically and I have to clue from Adam what I'm talking about like you know I, I I'm just so kind of in there doing, pulling stuff out, you know, pulling out thick things in their energy fields or energy forms that are, you know, a, a, an imprint that's really, really stuck. So sometimes I'm just taking that out and, and I'm not sure what I'm saying, but if they're nodding, it's like, phew, got away with it, you know, <laughs> almost, okay, I'm a little bit tongue-in-cheek now, you know, but it's like, oh, wow, that made sense, that's bloody great, you know. It's, it is like that sometimes, It's like, whoa, okay, there was a coherent sentence, good, good. You know, because, because I'm doing, I'm just doing the work, and how it lands, really, I'm not that concerned about it, do you see? So, so it's not that there's a polarity, it's like there's a, there's a blockage. I don't see the poles. It's like there's a blockage in terms of the, 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 the fluid flow of pure consciousness through another form of pure consciousness. It's like when when there is just emptiness sitting in front of me. It's like it's there really is just one swim, one, one, one cycle of, of just connection going on, and it's not even connect. You know, it's connection because there's two physical forms. It's interesting that there's just a, a run through of two physical forms when somebody's really clear, and something in me pushes through to pushes through to find whatever it is is the the blockage layer that's in there, stopping stopping what flows through me from flowing through them. Mm. You see, and that invariably I try to find the story of what that is, so that the person can work on it, but it's usually, I'm in there anyway, shaking it apart. So it doesn't show up as polarities, more as as blockages on the way that are rerouting or diverting or you know, making them not understand what's but they really are. That's the truth,
0: you know? Yeah, I don't see polarities. Okay, yeah, I don't see polarities at all. But in our, but in, so in my daily life on a Tuesday, so there might be kind of an equanimity, so there's a certain state. And then all of a sudden, quality arises, and so all of a sudden now there's an object, there's another person, and that other person's expressing arrogance. So now there's Now there's like a duality and a shadow projection. Okay. Or this other person's feeling self-conscious and they shouldn't be feeling self-conscious, so now all of a sudden left spaciousness and now all of a sudden there's like an object and a judgment on that quality. So what's the, what's the, could you speak to that process of reclaiming shadows on a transcendent level? Um, <clears throat> the woman earlier this morning, when she was speaking of resistance, like that was kind of the phenomenon.
1: Yeah, that was the phenomenon. And um, when there is that kind of. When there is that going out to meet the shadow, to meet something, there isn't anything lost here. Sometimes. I pick up energetically the phenomenal energy piece, and I, you know, it might take me a while to shake it off when I go back to my room or I'm working with a shower for twenty minutes, or, you know, I'm, I need to shake it off.
8: That's
1: it's it's only that I take on something. I don't lose anything in the work. Nothing goes out at the price of depleting anything in here. You know, so so there this. The the space or the stillness or whatever is the Jack experience isn't abandoned ever I don't know if that's possible I can't say it's not possible because every time I say something's not possible I get a kick in the butt so that that hasn't happened for years and years but when it did
0: so if some oh, in, in a developmental context for if somebody if they're going through that phase okay. can
1: If that does happen, then most likely the hook is that there is there is your own perception is saying there's something not okay with how you were expressing. That's right. where you lose it. Yeah. That's where so you lose it. So
0: it's way way fewer, but when it when it comes up it's very distinct because it's a very significant shift in the state.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some desire it shouldn't be like this. You have some underpinning belief system about how manifestation should work.
0: Or even that quality is like if that qua- if the container's not wide enough to hold all of those qualities, then yes. that quality then life's gonna bring that quality up in another person to
3: yes.
1: reflect. That absolutely can be part of it too. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, sure.
9: Just a quick gratification. I'm still thinking about the non-deniability. Good. Good. And what Matthew said about the Bhagavad Gita, it sort of reminded me: for lack of better, we have to use language. Yeah. So that which cannot be denied is associated with non-deniability. I mean, yes, and
1: it's more. Okay,
9: yeah, but what I'm saying, and then I look at that, think of that. And then I say, accepting of that which cannot be denied, will it cannot be denied, is the other side of the coin for the picture.
1: Okay, that works when there is an objectified, labelled thing that you can accept.
9: But why can't I accept something unconditionally?
1: Yes, but you must recognise it. The something, the something is labelled. That's what I'm saying. Something is an identified thing. You see, that will work for as long as you're in the zone of where something can be labeled, named, and identified. non is, is, is more than that, it's the totality. So, beyond where the labeling mechanism works for you.
9: I understand that, but I was thinking about the example that Matthew cited when Krishna opened his mouth, I didn't saw the whole, you know universe, if you will, for the lag, and is greater than what a human mind can grasp. Yes. So if I can conceptually accept that and say, well, that, that is what I'm referring to, is that something which cannot be denied, and then in that sense when I turn around and say, well, if I accept that as is because that that's all I know, then with my analogy of the two sides of a coin, would that make sense?
1: I'm not sure if I'm completely understanding you, because from what I'm hearing, it's like, how that sounds to me, and I don't know if I misinterpreted or not, is is that non-denialism is a concept that can be accepted then. And it can be accepted that the human mind it's too big for the human mind. Okay, they are things that the mind can accept. But your capacity to know is greater than the human mind. The knowing is beyond human mind. Consciousness doesn't need the body to know itself. Actually, it doesn't.
9: Well, see, that's where I'm coming from. We talk about the innate knowing. Yeah. I grew up in Gita. I had that concept sort of ingrained yeah. as part of
1: me.: but it's a concept.
9: Well, yeah, because I read it, I visualized, I thought about it, and I said, well... Okay. I, at, or at that time, I've not been going anywhere. I said, I accept that, because there is.
12: And... Yes.
9: So now I say, if I turn around and say, it, at one level, at the innate knowing level, I know it's there, and I accept it, then to
1: me, that's non Non-deniable mm-hmm. nature. It, and I say, we
9: accept that as is because I don't want to change anything.
1: Yes, but there's no progress with that. There's no further explanation because you've given the mind a, a, a position whereby it's okay no matter which way it turns, towards manifestation or towards totality, non-denial. You're giving mind a position. That'll work. But, but, but the exploration of that which is not mind, the exploration, the direct knowing
9: Getting there, it'll take me a while to get
3: there. Yeah.
1: yeah, that realm, that's where I'm trying to introduce you to. That's, that's what we're doing most of the time actually this weekend, is like introducing into that area that really we, we know no matter what we talk about it's not good enough, but yet we can talk about it, yet it's known. People are, it's their experience. No?
9: So it's like book learning and then experiencing the book learning in terms of exploration to go further and further.
1: I suppose so, yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, Organa? Yeah. Interesting. I'm, kind of now, so yeah. I'm just... and this gentleman, Martyr, so if you want if you want to go first. Sure. As you like, can, we, we you might remember it then. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah. I, mean, I don't know if this
8: is oversimplification, but what I'm getting is non-denialism is almost um, an asking or a prayer
1: to total consciousness to show me what is not being seen. You could say that, B- but, but that prayer comes from the dualistic realm, mm-hmm. so, so you as pure consciousness knows things that you, the one who asks the prayer, can't know. So it's about recognizing, yeah, my mind knows that, okay. This isn't my mind. This is me knowing something as pure consciousness. That gets very clear. Me as pure consciousness knows this. And my mind hasn't a goddamn clue what I'm talking about. That, that, that zone must get very familiar. See? Yeah.
10: Oh, I'm not ready yet, but here we go. Um, <laughs> this is so nebulous because it's very, very subjective. It's not a philosophy. It's not... Uh, I don't know where it is, but we were talking about, well, the experiences that people have had sometimes of, of
8: experiencing
10: beyond, you know, there's no self or the direct, direct perception. Okay. Um, when that comes and goes, Lately, we've been talking more about, and I've been sitting with that day after day, um, it's absolutely not important whether this mechanism experiences direct perception and all the angels and bugles and whistles and everything, that, that the mechanism in reflection of that experiences as a side effect all of that is absolutely not important, which is what this body mind has thought for a long time was important. Yes. And now there's this falling away and the freedom of it's not important at all. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Yes. It's fine. Yes. Okay. So I, I just think. wanted to. Going to that a bit more deeply because that's what I've been sitting with over the last uh-huh. two weeks or so uh-huh. of how wow it doesn't matter I mean it comes and goes and there are flashes and there's all this stuff these thoughts and judgments and you go, oh, why does it go why can't I make it last and as soon as those thoughts come I I can see them yes good. But but they they still they still carried some weight here, and now there's this thing when they come up and the weight I can feel the weight and I and
3: I'm just thinking, oh my God I really see it doesn't matter to who's, yes whether that's experienced or not yes
1: that's right it doesn't matter it's funny Morgana that you say that because. I remember as a child, like definitely under the age of 10, I have a cut off because we all went to boarding school, so when the next sister over we went to boarding school, it's like, okay, I was definitely in the house for my own at that point. (laughs) So I was under the age of 10, um, and I remember thinking, I have to experience everything in life. I know I have to experience everything. And I remember feeling so awful because I was born white, and how can I experience being black? How some mistake is made? Do you know? Some part of me, as a kid, knew that that experiencing would be transcended, but from a kid's perspective. So I, you know, you know, as a kid, you're still you're still in touch with what's going on. You know, <laughs> what's really going on. And and I remember, like, but I can't be a man either. Oh my God! Like, and really feeling there's a complete screw up in my life. A complete screw up in the plan for my life. You know, and of course I never said this at all, because, you know, <laughs> where do you say this to when you're like seven or something? So, so, and the thing was that from my perspective then, it felt like, okay, I can tick off, I can tick off particular experiences. And as I was, I was thinking, gosh, you know, I've, I've had more experience than, than a lot of people. I remember in my 20s thinking, I've had more exposure than, than a lot of people. You know, but, but actually in the transcendence of experiencing it wasn't about that at all. Ah, it wasn't about that at all. Right. But from the dualistic perspective, it looked like I'm going to have to know every experience in order to transcend it. I didn't have that language. I didn't know what was coming. But I felt I had to have every experience possible. Yes. And something is really wrong because I, there's essential experiences that I can't have. Wow. You see? So yes. it's similar to what you're saying. Yes. It's similar. Yes. It's like it's feeling that... it. it what's the difference? But when some experiences are not had, what is it that's lacking? But actually, it's the pulling apart of what experiencing is. Yes. What experiencing well, is. So then it's not the thing that's experienced, it's experiencing itself. Mm-hmm. And that is what we transcend. Okay.
10: Yes. Gosh.
1: There's, there's a lot more to
10: way to go to fall into that.
1: Maybe, maybe yeah. not. You always say that. <laughs>
10: I always say
1: that. You always say that, yeah. <laughs> it feels true. Yeah. Well, okay. But that's just a thought, so don't bite. It is. It's certainly a thought. Yes, don't bite. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Sure. So from uh, listening to
13: this, am I correct um, in the conclusion that when... We're talking about non denialism. It's the exploration of the realm of direct knowledge that is non phenomenal. Yes. And
1: non spiritual, non noumenal, non. Yes. Right. And so when the, the, I don't know if it was yesterday,
3: you were hinting towards this and um,
13: someone, someone was sitting down and said, well, you know, you, you could perfectly function on that, with that direct knowledge um, and, and in essence you're really not um, um, you're not acting from the phenomenal realm anyway that whatever is happening on the phenomenal realm is in, in, from the place of non, non-denial and I can I can resonate with that, and I can um, um, I understand that in a way. Years ago, I took a very long term meditation retreat, and it was a, a Buddhist meditation retreat of sitting, walking, sitting, walking, like endlessly. And um, in one of the walking meditations, something just felt odd. And I realized that I hadn't been thinking for quite a while. And so I said, Well, I'll, I'll think, I'll try to. Something impelled me to try to think, but it was whatever was happening, yet you can't make it happen, it just happened. Is that it was such an effort even to produce a fog, yes. and it folded in on itself yes, so, yes,
7: yes. so quickly, yes. it's
13: like, okay, I'm not, I can't walk in, yes. and I could walk, and I could function, yes. and there was a, you know, I wasn't incapacitated or comatose or anything like that, yes. there was some direct knowing that is there, that knows what to do that is completely outside yes. of the phenomenal
5: world. Yes. So that's what
13: you're talking about when you're talking about non, uh, uh, or, or non-denialism, Ex- exploring what that
1: is. Sure. I would come in there for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I understand.
4: You know, that that was a material sense, but very very helpful there. Yeah. Just to get even more clarity. So it's only only the mind can deny. Yes. Okay. So from from deep knowing, there's no denying. Um.
1: but I've met people who have a deep knowing, but there isn't enough therapy type work done. Some sticky bits left, you know. Yes, I understand. Yes. So.
4: Yes, got that. There are exceptions yeah. to yeah. everything, aren't yeah. Right yeah. there? Yeah. So there could be something that hasn't been worked out Yes. be denied.
1: Yes. And the thing is, if something is being denied, you probably don't know that you're denying it. You know.
4: It's a blind spot. It's
1: a blind spot. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Right. It's interesting. But it's about addressing that. Um, it's about, addressing, it's about addressing, that. addressing that, and and having the openness for that is only possible when there's no arrogance. When there's a willingness to be naked and raw and open and honest and exposed, and now, that um, level is what's necessary, isn't it, in order yeah. to go into that domain and, to go domain. Into Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
4: Um, with a group once that talked about, you know, going out into the garden, and then if, if, if it's a little wolf in the garden, it's not too much, it doesn't really matter very much. You know, but if it's a big wolf, wow, that's, that's, that's important. Uh, and I guess this is the old, you know, question that keeps coming up in these groups. Does it really matter if everything gets worked out that, Every single blind spot gets worked. I mean we're talking now about the
3: uh yeah.
1: the character. Yeah. Um. yeah. Um, in the beginning, yes of course, because you get peace when you're not in, in your issues, in your stuff. So so that's what gets you going on this, isn't it? Is that you need to sort out your your, your Barnacles, you know, so that life becomes a bit smoother, you know, and you find some relative peace, some phenomenal happiness, and then that makes you want more. The thing is, that habit of working out your stuff is really useful. It's really useful because that's what that's what stops you getting cocky, you know, <laughs> you know, because you yes. you've walked in the trenches, so it stops you getting arrogant. It, it can happen if, if you close up. Oh, I've, I've no more issues left. I've closed it over. You're in trouble. Of course you're in trouble. The only reason that will come is because there's something big that wants to hide. You see? So phenomenally, sure, it's important for a part of it. Then, of course, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all. But what kicks in is that consciousness, consciousness naturally tries to make itself better it naturally moves towards goodness consciousness does so it's like it it's it's still about working out a blind spot but it's not in order to have phenomenal peace or to, to be better functioning it's not about that the motivation the movement is natural and organic coming from consciousness because it moves towards goodness as it goes home you see you see Good, bad, right, wrong, evil, heaven, earth, whatever we call those, real dualistic polarities, are only in the phenomenal dualistic realm. As we pull back and our perception gets more refined, we find beauty, we find love, we find that the absolutes are the positives, that there's no absolute evil, there's no absolute bad, harm, violence, they're, they're actually only in the phenomenal, they're only, they're only a product of mind. They're only created out of mind, manifested from from crazy thinking. You see? So as we pull back, we find that there's just love and truth and beauty and stillness. And so, so if there is a disturbance then along the way, the pull towards that which is good, the pull towards home, will highlight it. Completely different motivation than me trying to sort out my crap down here to like something refining itself. It doesn't matter, but it's just what consciousness does. Yes,
4: and I think you said yesterday that deep knowing burns it out.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that, that's, no, I've seen that in people. It's like, no, once you've seen this, it's actually gone. Or Once you've seen this, now you still have to go in there and dig it out a little bit. But sometimes, yeah, once you see this, it's gone. It's gone, it's fried. Doesn't work all the time work some of the time for sure Mm -hmm. for sure and increasingly as we go on you know the more evolved we become seeing it gets rid of it but you'd have a fair bit of work done at that point you know just seeing it's like oh there it is and whoof it's like a bubble rising through a, a, a you know in a glass of sprite you know gone it's like oops there it is and you only see it when it's moving and then it's gone it's like just passing through you know
4: This
3: concept of non denialism,
8: I haven't missed the first time. I've heard. Mm. Is this a recent concept?
4: or Is, well, it of, the most, you know, is this a recent concept of non denialism? I've been looking for
1: a word for a couple of years.
4: Oh, it's your? It's so. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's your world. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I've been looking for a word for a while. like because you know I've been saying prior to non-duality and it's like, it's like it's not right either because non-duality is fine it's fine it's really important to bring so many people to that to the absolute it's so important but there's more so it's like we don't even we don't even have language for it ah
4: so it's a way we don't of have language for non-duality plus yes yes but,
1: yeah. yes but that's how it started was like you know non-dual isn't deep enough what oh. is this non-dual is just the flip side of duality therefore it's still in duality like so, like, uh, so, it's, so it's like, why don't we have language? You know, and was actually Derek said to me, "So, are you kind of talking about non-denial?" Because I've been rabbiting on about this for a couple of years, you know. He said, you "Really, you're talking about not denying anything." And I was, "Hold on, we have your, that's it, that's it. Come on, just keep talking." You know, and then it turned into non-denialism, and it's like, there we go, something grocked. It's like, yeah, that's 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 a clean word to explain a a, a, a different practice that's not rooted in any spirit, any religious tradition,
7: you know?
4: i the use that slang in North American word, meat. Meat, <laughs> <That's> meat.
6: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Just, yeah, yeah, yes. I'm
5: going to throw a wrench at this.
3: Yes. <laughs> Will you not use the term non
5: And because right now you're on the edge of being burned at the stake prior prior consciousness, and if you start teaching non denialism, <laughs> everybody in advance is going to say this Jack character is so far out there. Yeah, it's and just well, really lost not the plot. Anything different. Yes. But talk about it. But if all of a sudden you write a book, non denialism.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's just lost the plot altogether.
5: Yeah, mm. it's just, it is laid another concept.
1: Yes, that's what they'll say. Yeah, it's just another concept. Jack,
5: yeah. d- we've done the experience here. This whole weekend, mm. I yes. certainly and like you shook Paula's tree. You definitely <laughs> uprooted mine. Yes, I, I, I did. I saw her just like I thought I was going to fly through the roof yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I don't mind being burned at the stake. Really, <laughs> I don't mind.
9: I do.
10: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so you sweet, know, I do for you. I sure. Thank good. you. Very sweet. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm a nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would, I don't know. I'm actually in some ways being serious. I hate to see you kind of stuck out there with, you, you know, some teachers said, be careful of that. Yeah. Because what she's teaching. Yeah. And no, you're not teaching anything weird or strange. Yeah. But the perception is 90% of the game. Yeah. In, in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's my ranch. Yes. It's, and I suspect you've already thought of this too, but
4: uh, here's some
1: Yes. Thank you. Yes. Is it in the title or not now?
11: I don't
3: buried? know yet. Oh, yeah. I was don't was know.
14: <laughs> <laughs> One man focus. For, uh, did you yeah. want it? Yeah. He did. Do it because nobody's going like, to like it because he's got <laughs> to. So since, since you use the word grok, yeah, yeah I'm, not I'm not sitting it. over here trying uh, wanting to grok whether I have touched non-denialism, whether it's occurred. And as I was playing with that, I was thinking, okay, so acknowledging that words fall short, that there are no words really to talk about this, I want to ask you to try and put words to what that experience is like, and then secondarily, I was going to describe an experience that I had because I, when we were throwing around the words um, pure perception, that was the closest thing to what I experienced, where there wasn't there wasn't uh, any sense of self here. Yes. And yet, perceiving was still happening. Uh huh. And, and the only thing that was being perceived was beauty. Is that
1: it? Oh, that's beautiful.
14: So, okay, so we're talking about the same thing?
1: Not really. <laughs> <laughs> that's an experience <laughs> along the way.
3: Right. Uh, it's a very a, important one. Okay.
1: And I suppose maybe non is is an approach. If it's a thing that can be experienced, uh, then I've miscommunicated it.
14: That's what I was getting, so yeah. that's why I went to the word "grok" because I, I, yes. I was aware that I wasn't quite grogging it. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yes. Um,
14: so. Well, if, I
1: suppose if, if your perception, you know, has touched on the totality, a sense of the totality, um, which is like on the cusp of all of it and nothing. Yeah, it's like
14: there's, there's not even there's there. My sense, as I guess, I'm imagining into what that would be, is just to use a word like oblivion or something. No sense of self, and no, no other, no anything else, and so no words. Yeah, but the,
1: pretty much that experience is there with the absolute, with merging of the absolute anyway, you know? Yeah. So
5: I
14: guess the mind's paralyzed to try and Yeah, it the mind is trying conscious. to get
1: something and it's actually no, it's the perceiving machine, it's like it's beyond the mind, it's you as pure consciousness, it's how we pull that together, pull that apart you as pure consciousness. And that's a very different zone to when we're working with the mind. But the mind is going to try and get it, you see?
2: That's a big picture.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's totally cool. It's going to be how it is. To follow up to what Ramana <laughs> said. Okay. <laughs> we think what
9: Ramana said about I thought and then Focus more on I feeling. I thought is inquiry, which is the mind. I feeling is the heart, which is the experience. Yes. So, in a sense, and this is where I want to bounce off of you, is you're combining the I thought and I feeling to have the experience and exploration to go beyond.
1: Well, they combine, and I call it the natural state. Okay? okay. So, when the natural state is established, this stuff is quite easy, it's quite accessible. So, it's more that we sort out the body mind, you know, in the state, the awakened state, the enlightened Mm -hmm. state, natural state is there. Then we have access. So, mm -hmm.
9: So it's the deepening of the natural state so that. You have more more and more access because you know, you first, I mean, what I have read and heard about, it's all concept, is that once you first get into natural state, it's not as deep because you've just gotten injured, but as you stay in the natural state for, you know, all the time,
1: there's an embodiment that happens. Yes.
9: So, what you're, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're hearing the embodiment of that natural state that takes you beyond.
1: Okay, At least all um, it, it, it doesn't for everybody. Some some teachers just stay in the non-dual zone and will not go. Will not go.
9: No, I'm, I'm just talking about what, you, what we're talking about here okay. that you're uh, talking.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. If there was to be an average spiritual path, yes, that exactly would be it. The natural state. Uh, solidifies, gets is embodied, and becomes the norm, and, and perception reorganizes itself, and the world cranks up again. You know, the, the mountain disappeared, and then the mountain came back. So life cranks up again. Okay, from there, the next set of unfoldings would be going into the zone I'm talking about, because it's just you as pure consciousness unfolding itself. But that would be the mainstream one. That would be the. It's like having a regular child. You know, it's like. Mm. Is there really one? You know, does there anybody really who it works like that? I don't know. But, so we dip in and out.
9: Yeah, but what I'm thinking of what Tom was saying about it, I know you don't mind getting burned at the state, but we do. <laughs> <laughs> so you might sort of think about, as you explain or you write, it's talking about the deepening of the natural state to go okay. beyond. That would be a little more acceptable.
1: Oh, very true, actually. The, very
9: true. Street very true, good. Talking about non Yeah, yeah. from
1: the very beginning. Yes, very true, thank you. Yeah, yeah.
15: How are you doing? <laughs> good.
1: Good, I saw your face changing expressions quite a few times in the last hour.
15: <laughs> um... Wholeness is the word that comes um, when I hear totality. I feel I feel into that. I feel I just feel this vast wholeness. That um, how is that relative to this um, word non denialism? My sense is when I'm uh, experiencing or. There's no right or wrong, black or white. Just, I, I don't even see black and white. You know, it's yes. just it's that's just there. But yes. there's no um, attempt to differentiate. Really, um, I guess I'm trying to feel into this new word, um, okay, and see what you're pointing towards, and whether that's something I've experienced and, and have a different word for. Um, yes,
1: yes, um, experientially what you're talking about is the very same, that sense of totality. By virtue of the fact of the totality, nothing is denied. Nothing can be denied. That's the totality, no? So then non-delialism would be an exploration, like almost a study or a, or a school of thought, or I have no idea how, what it's going to morph into. I hope nothing as tight as that. But but just an approach, theory, to... to um, to, to identify the the components that allow us to live with that total whole view all the time it's like all of pure consciousness not perturbed not twisted or contorted or filtered by any, any conditioned belief system do you know? but the totality of pure consciousness manifesting here in its fullness in as much as we can hold it as a species. Um, how to do that would be through non-denialism. Do you know? Nothing is denied, and an understanding of the, of the different components that create the whole, and the fringes of the whole, and beyond the whole. Do you know? Yeah. So that we really know it.
15: And all, like, the word non-denialism um, almost doesn't make sense at that point. Yes, yeah, kind of like um, the word spirituality just kind of makes no sense. Like it just um, kind of like truth falling away. You know, yes. it's like spirituality falls away, and even the word yes. um, non-denialism kind of makes no sense when in like non like um, non-denialism. Uh, really. Yes, yes. Okay. That's that's kind yes. of where this like. Yes. Grocking, and I love that word. Like yes. the grokking is kind of yes. like wood. no
1: no concept will make sense. Okay. In in the grokking zone, <laughs> can it be grokked? Do you know it can be can be by that which is not your mind. Right. You know, but no concept will make sense there.
15: Okay, I guess that's where I was. Thank you. Hoping to kind of get clarity on what you're pointing at through this word that yeah. wasn't matching for me. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 But it
1: must, that terrain must be called something, right. you know?
15: Yeah, yeah and I, I guess that's where I was curious, this, this wholeness, you know, totality and wholeness really resonate. Yes. Um, yes. And and you're using the words pure consciousness as well, pure consciousness. We were yeah. talking about words earlier, pure consciousness, yeah. reality. Um, um, are these differentiated with with um, non-denialism? No,
1: that's that's the difference here. Yes, the, the pure consciousness, the absolute, okay. those words, that's in a particular zone gotcha. where you merge in with that, but there's an identity with that which has to fall off. Right. Now we're into non-denialism. Gotcha. Now we're into gotcha. it. Gotcha. None. Thank you. Okay. Okay, I guess it's time. <laughs> Alright. Do you want to come up? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, but
4: I'm going to come Yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> yeah. good. Thank
16: uh, you. Okay. I guess so everybody else knows what's going on. You know I should explain. Uh, since the beginning of the month, I had three days in the hospital with a minor heart attack. Uh, out for two weeks, then four more days each time they put some stents in. Um. Somebody referred to when, who was it? opened his mouth and everything would come out. Where you, I feel like that's what's happened—that you know, with the future of death and like, oh, death and you know. Uh, so, um, quite frankly, denial sounds real good to me right
1: now. Sure, <laughs> denial sure. and I, ignorance. I told you can understand that. Yeah,
16: <laughs> you know. And I do like the term non-denialism. I'm kind of tired of non-duality and consciousness. Yeah. For me personally. I don't know why I'm sick of hearing this. It's like, eh, consciousness, non-duality. I, okay. I really would like a change. Okay. <laughs> 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 Anyhow, uh, except for probably about an hour the other day, sitting in the sun with my dog on our big window there playing... Blues riff slowly for about an hour. I just felt this peace with the dog there and the playing. Outside of that, I've been irritable, discontent, pissed off, feeling sorry for myself, angry, uh, arrogant. Uh, the ego is just every negative, in a lot of fear. Yeah. But not where it's overtaken me, where I feel real nuts. Uh, I just feel kind of nuts. Okay. <laughs> and, right. and irritated and disappointed with the way I'm handling all this. And uh, patience, remember this word. Somebody in this audience has accused me of not having patience numerous times. And, you know, she's probably right. <laughs> and I, uh, patience comes into here. I'm, I'm real impatient with myself. I'm impatient with not things. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just not happy. Yeah. I want to be happy right now. I want to absorb all this stuff right now. I want you to fix me.
3: <laughs> I'm
16: bringing this down to a whole it's low crazy. low level of psychology. Totally fine. That's you what's know, presenting.
1: That's what's presenting. You know, I'm just,
16: I'm naked. I'm vulnerable.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like the way I'm feeling. Yeah. I
16: like way I'm feeling. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm fighting it. I'm trying to change it. And uh, I'm okay. But, you know, I'm... Uh, Yeah, there it is. Yeah,
1: you know the first thing that I'm picking up. It's like you're in total shock, because your mortality has come up like this without a warning. And there's like your system is just like what, like what is going on here? You know, what, 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 what? My life is completely like this. All of a sudden, it's like your system is in shock. So the first thing we got to do is just let it come down and let it heal the shock. And sometimes just the acknowledgement of the shock is enough. It's like, you know what? There's a shock running through here. And an awful lot of my reactions are, are, are trying to push away, trying to deal with the shock without knowing it's shock. You know? Denial. Of course. I of course. I love why. denial.
16: I thought I was over it, but yeah, there's a lot of denial there, yeah.
1: Yeah. So so let's, let's acknowledge the shock and that there, you got a huge wallop that's turned your life upside down and inside out and that's a shock to our system so we, we want to fight it, we want to run from it that's natural when there's, when there's something like this happens so those responses are totally natural too so you've got to give yourself a break for wanting to fight it and run from it that's natural too but as we kind of see that, okay, these are reactions and they're natural, what now? So if you can let, let yourself have those reactions, and it sounds like it because you're owning them, you're naming them, which is great. So the next step then is like, all right, okay, these reactions are going to have to pass because it's here. And I can stay fighting it and waste all my energy fighting it. Or I can say, all right, this is how it is. I am going to die sometime. I have a heart that needs a bit of minding now. I've got to change my lifestyle a little bit. Now, you can fight it, and you'll waste all your energy fighting it. Or if you accept it, you'll have energy to live in a better way. So there is a kind of an adult decision to be made there. Acceptance isn't like, okay, you've got me. I'm I'm, I'm an invalid. invalid. It's not like that. It's really actually an adult thing. Of like, okay, I've got to... Swallow this pill. This is my life now. This is how it's looking. From there, the energy that you have can be used in a positive way. Nothing is going to happen until it's accepted. And you can't accept it until you acknowledge what you're feeling is coming from, from shock and the 360, the full whip around that's happening. That's tough. You've got to give yourself a break. You've got to give yourself a break. It's huge. It's huge. Do you know? And let yourself feel everything you're feeling. It's huge, to be like a you know a, 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 a guy that grabs snakes and throws them across the yard, to like somebody who you know was probably on so much warfare that if you cut yourself, it's you gotta be careful. You know, like give yourself a break. That's our first step. And in giving ourselves a break, everything gets a bit softer. You know, everything gets a bit softer. You're alive. You're not done yet. That's super. That's super. But you're going to have to live in a different way.
16: Yeah, I'm trying to accept that. Hopefully not too much of a different way. But, yeah. And uh, I've become my father. Ah. We went through this years ago. And... uh, uh, and one of my daughters say, "I'm just like you, Dad. I'll, you know, I'll stop when I'm dead. I won't." Be, you know? and, and I said, "Don't be like me." And
3: uh,
16: yeah, I see this this thing that I used to take pride in. It's still there. That yeah, and I'm trying to uh, to
1: deal with that. So that tells me that your self image is completely taking an overhaul. And who you knew yourself as and who you met the world as is changing. The world will be okay with that. It's you being okay with it is the difficulty.
16: And I really am big on acceptance. Uh, But, uh, you know, this is hard to... Or trying to accept, yeah. Yeah. But as you said, this has been rough, and I, I think I kind of tend to look back, or when it's going, going. I've been through, it. and I've been through it a lot worse many, many years ago. Sh- you know, sure. And other people been worse, and don't be a drama queen, you know. So what this is, but uh, yeah, it is a big deal.
3: It's a big bloody deal.
1: It is. Give yourself a bit of slack there. It's a big deal. Yes. It is a big deal. You know, and
16: then there's that one over there I need to take care of. Yes. And as you know, you've been the the house on the steep hill with all the stuff I have to do with the animals. And, yeah. You know, I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I can't be having off days.
1: Or you've got to re- rearrange your lifestyle a little bit. Mm. Because if you can't have off days and you need off days, more rest time or, you know move a bit slower or whatever then changes have to be made to your lifestyle and if you need to do that for you to support you you can make that happen
16: and I really believe everything's going to be okay as I would like it to be and you know nothing's going to get worse and I will get better but now there's all the the fears of, uh, you know, one day everything is going to be and I'll be out doing everything great again, probably will, to where no, this will happen again in a few years and it'll get worse and it'll this and it'll just... I'm up and down with the... yeah I need to shut the, the mind off on,
1: yes.
8: on that. And yes. I know I can't...
16: Somebody lose that. You know, I can't control what I'm going to think and I can't control the feelings.
1: Well, you... For, uh, for, for what it's worth... You can stop imagining how it's going to be. And that stops an awful lot of the mind going crazy. Because you don't know how it's going to be. You don't know if you're going to gain your full strength back or if you're going to have to just change your lifestyle a little bit to support you more. You don't know yet. So mind will push fear towards that. And it's like, no, I'll be fine. <clears throat> Actually, I might not be fine. Look, I can't do that yet. <clears throat> okay. It, it can really run amok there. So a way to do that is be curious about the future. It's a little trick. When the mind is curious about something, there's no fear. It's like, huh, I wonder how this is going to work. What's this going to look like? What's going to happen here? Okay, dog, Sappho, are you going to be part of our family forever? I mean, what, what? what, I'm just really grabbing something very central now, like, this dog is like their kid. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's it's like, okay, you know, however this is going to roll, I can be curious about how it's going to go. And everything is up for grabs. Everything is up for grabs. Do we stay living up on a hill? What do we do here? Let's see. So you can bring it, you can bring those thoughts to mind with fear because you have no control. So fear will be the one that will come up because you really don't have any control. You've got to play by ear and see how it goes. As you get well, you, that's, that's only the time you'll know. And you need your energy to get well, not to be fueling the fear. But if you're curious, if you're like, okay, here's a bit of an adventure. Here's a new life. Let's see what's going to How this is going to show up. Do I have to make changes Mm, today? I think I'm good. All right. So it's literally being childlike with it. It's a great trick. It stops mind running out there. Yeah, you're right. You can't control your mind. But, but... You can, you can play little tricks so that it doesn't run amok like it's doing now. Do you know?
16: Are you paying close attention because I don't forget this?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
16: <sighs> and it's okay to feel what I'm feeling.
1: Yeah. It's, it's absolutely natural. Yeah, I mean, everything has, has been thrown up in the air. Everything. You know, yeah, let the shock. It's like, okay, this is just shock. This is just shock. I let my system calm down, you know. Line the bathtub or whatever it is you do or get her to massage your feet or whatever it is or have a beer or whatever it is that just like lets you kick back a bit, you know. Just to like, okay, I've got to resolve this, 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 system, this shock in my system. Give yourself some space for that. Be okay about your self-image it's changed now the change has already happened the world won't mind it's all about what you how you think you present you that's what it's about she's going to love you anyway your kids are going to love you anyway you know and so then it's like without the rules of how we think it should be and without trying to use how it was as the ideal of how it's going to be. It's like we're much more open, and then we can really respond to what needs to happen. You know? If something needs to happen. But either way, you'd be kind of more listening to yourself, responding to yourself, rather than feeling the pressure that you do now.
16: I keep telling myself I'm not the body-mind. Yes. But, and I know that, but... And here it, yes. it gets lost when all this stuff is going
1: on. Of course, of course. You know, yeah.
16: Particularly when they were sticking things into me and doing weird things and going, yeah, this is the
2: body. <laughs> because, sure.
1: Yeah, of course. It's very easy to have the concept, I'm not the body, I'm not the mind, I'm not any of this. It's very easy to have that concept until <clears throat> uh, until the, the reality check comes in. And it comes in for all of us at some point. You know? It does, really. And, and something wrong with a major organ, that's going to do it for you. That's going to make you face your mortality. It's like, okay, so what is it that's going to die then? Someday, all of these bodies, we're all, we're all going to end up as a clump of ashes or underground. I mean, we're all going to die. So when we get a chance to see that before it happens, it's really interesting. It's like, okay, how much, how much do I really cling to? To this body? How much am I really clinging to this idea that I have a life? I mean, there's just today, really. There's always just today, but we imagine there's a whole life because we we tag on to memory and we project into the future, and there's just today, you
16: know. Normally, I don't get in the past, and I'm not, except for what just happened, and I don't get in the future. So I guess this is a gift. Yeah. I'm thinking that this is a gift uh, wrapped up under. A bunch of layers of manure that I have sure. to, to get through.
1: Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, it's like bringing yourself down to a place that doesn't have shock. That's practical because you're a practical person anyway. You know, and it's like okay, down to practical stuff here. Does there something is that something that needs to change about how we live right now? And take it from there. And in a month's time, have another look. You know, and if you're healing, you'll know. And if you're not, it's like, all right, so I need to rest more. What do we need to do to cut down the workload? Bring in your practical mood.
16: And you have patience. Have, That's why yeah. I love patience. I mean, I'm realizing more and more how I am impatient. Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't be this impatient with somebody else.
1: Sure, sure. We treat ourselves the worst. Whatever habit we have, it we, we invert it stronger than we send it out there usually.
7: You know
16: I'm feeling better. I was feeling better after going to lunch with old friends and new friends and, and the whole you know, this is this is what I, I need to be here. Yeah.
1: Just to let it all calm down. You know. And really, I suppose, if you can be patient with the body, if you start there around l- learning to cultivate patience, if you start with, okay, this body has to heal slowly here, because the body does, it's got to adjust these half a dozen stints of however many they put into you. If the, you know, the, the body's going to take a bit of time to adjust to that. So be patient with the body. If you try that, just being patient with the body. It's gonna be a lot happier. You can do it. You can do it.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
16: So is everybody gonna come up here now? Or just me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to hone in on you, like so that's why I wanted you to come up, you know? I'm glad you did.
3: Yeah.
16: Oh, there is a bookstore back there, which I'm one of the people doing. <laughs> I wanted to bring this up. And uh one of the things about with, with her books or other books I have is we leave them lying around the house. And for me, just picking something up and just pointing to a page and going over it. And uh, as you alluded to earlier, things change. Something I read that you say uh, two weeks from now, a year from now, and I'm going, the whole perception change and everything you said changed. And uh, I just had to throw that in there. Anybody coming up? Anybody
1: coming you
12: know, up? Yes. <clears> hi, <throat> Jack. Hi there. So this is a checking. Uh-huh. Self question. Um this sense. That there was less depth that I mentioned the whenever. Yes. Uh, Time is fuzzy. Um, And you said maybe it was doubt. Self-doubt. I think that's what you said.
1: Doubt. Yes, I remember self-doubt coming up, but I can't remember the context.
12: Okay, so that's not. uh, I don't know if there's deniability here, (laughs) but that's not. uh, How how did
1: how did how did self doubt come up? What what was that? You have to remind me. I
12: can't get the picture. That's what you said. In response, it was after we had that. uh, Was it yesterday morning? And the mic was going around, and people were. But well, what did you say that... Uh, what I said was there's a sense that there's less depth. Okay. Here, there's a sense... Okay. That... that um, the Things aren't as deep. There, there isn't... Oh, yeah, for yourself. For, 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 yeah, for this character. Okay. For this character. I'm talking about this character. Okay. Okay. So... Um, and it doesn't feel like not the character, but this, yeah, yeah. The, the process or whatever. What, you whatever sink whatever into is just, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. and yeah. So was was this what we were saying? Was I just need to find it? Yeah. Um. That um. When when you when you sinking in, it's not as deep now. And I was saying that the the that it the thing that makes that our experience can be. Oh, okay. uh, I've forgotten it. No, I can't find it. Okay, so let me just. Um, do we need to find it, or do
3: we I don't know. It? I don't think else. so because okay. that
12: that was your offering. Okay. To look at, I presume. Okay. Maybe it was doubt. Okay. Okay. That's that's the way I took it. Sure. So I look at it. I don't. It doesn't. I'm not finding anything. Okay. So. Um, what what came to me today during this whole discussion where I wasn't really following everything, but I knew exactly what was being said. Okay. You know, and when you would come up with a word or it was like that was there, you know. So, okay. And I know that that's how this body-mind works. I don't have yes. the same... I'm energetically yes. more of an airhead than a grounded sure. being or whatever. So... um It occurred to me that maybe, is it that there's less concreteness? There's less density? Um, I'm trying to figure out what this, I mean, because it's not, there isn't like there's a lack. Okay. You know, it's not, and there isn't like there's a contraction. Okay. Per se. Okay. You know, it's not. Maybe it's broader, wider than. Deep. Okay. I don't know. I'm. I'm trying to. Um, so. So. Because it's. It seems like it's significant or a measurable level. Okay.
1: Is it so? Is it just?
12: A, is it just a different experience that's caught your attention? It's more experience, yes, because it's phenomenal to okay. an extent, um, but more like a way of being, like a state of being, than experience. You know, Okay. not um, does it, it's like a would it be okay? It's if what's there was, walking around, you know. Okay, as opposed to does it need exploration? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I noticed it. And okay. And then there was, you know, one question that came that I said, "Am I going backwards?" And you said, "You can't go back." You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I think when you said the doubt that kind of, um, I tried to find it and I can't find it. Yeah. Sure. So maybe. Sure. Maybe it's there and I'm denying it, you know, or maybe it's not. So. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe your spiritual path is 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 is, is like this. You know and that sometimes there's a, a dropping in deep and then sometimes the experience is not, is not as deep, but that it's actually just manifests in waves like that for you. It might be that there is no need to put any value on one or the other. It might just be something that's observed. Well, it is being no? observed. So. Yeah. Um. Like if it feels like there's nothing to explore in it, That's what I'm wondering. Is there something to explore or is it just the part of us that keeps double-checking something? Maybe it's the part that keeps double-checking.
12: Might be that, you know? Or maybe the depth is subtler because it's it's not like... it's not like there's a shift I mean there's a shift the shift is shifting but it's just in a different way okay okay that's totally fine and maybe it's just there was expectations that it would be a different that a certain way or something maybe that's it yeah yeah
1: feels like it's double checking something that doesn't need checking that doesn't need that doesn't Uh, it's like it's it's trying to it's trying to yeah it's showing up differently
12: because it's not a problem
1: yeah there we go it's not a problem there we go it's
12: just the comparison that's a problem yes it's It's
1: just just comparing it exactly and and sure you know a value comes in Uh aha you know because we have we have an emphasis on depth, but actually yeah. actually yeah, yeah.
12: the value system has to happening. go to It's just, it's just, what's,
3: just happening. what's happening.
12: It's just what's happening. And that, yeah. There is no measurement of that in yeah. yeah.
1: So maybe it's not to be doubted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So
12: that's that's so the, well, that that <laughs> yeah, that it helped clarify now, but, that. It,
1: but it helped. But sure, it, clarif- sure. it all. Yeah, does something it yeah.
12: clarified it. I yeah. think. It clarified
3: it yeah
12: unless you you know no it's, it feels fine actually. I don't it feels I fine. don't uh, it feels fine it's this there's more subtlety there's yeah. more subtlety yeah it's just in a way that I didn't think it could be more subtle okay does that make sense yes yes okay okay yes that's it that's it yeah it's fine yeah.
1: There's no rough, rough edges around that.
12: Yeah.
3: Mm. Sounds
1: like we're talking in riddles, doesn't it? <laughs> don't what We're talking, about. that's fine. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
12: I think it's the nature of this. Yeah. This <laughs> is how this is, this is, is how but mind doesn't. But I get you. you yeah. Know, yeah, I yeah get sometimes you. I could sit and not even speak and a lot. Yeah. A lot.
1: Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I don't. I don't yeah, yeah, hear her yeah, right. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but it's yeah. okay. We.
12: we, we, we
1: See, it's not so strange for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we worked through it somehow. Yeah, but I'm learning how to talk in middles <laughs> too. Look,
5: don't put your arm in a cast because you
1: couldn't talk.
6: <laughs> I, don't know if I, I don't know if I usually do this. I think I pick
12: it up from living with an Italian for so many years, an Italian character. Because I don't think this is usually part of my this.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
12: Something is happening. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 It feels clean. Yeah, it does. It it feels feels clean. very clean. Does.
1: Yeah.
12: <laughs> Doesn't it feel clean?
1: Okay. Really okay. Nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jack. <laughs>
1: Okay, let's leave it there, folks. So, thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out today. It was kind of another wacky one, but that's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, it's just a couple of minutes to five. Uh,
8: I, I don't know if you're
1: able to fit or now, but we're here again tomorrow, last day, from 10.30 to 5. Um, yeah, and, and we'll see what, what'll happen and where else we can take it. And be gentle with yourself this evening. Just be gentle. Let things settle. Don't don't go into a scenario where you've got to reconstruct the personal eye. You know, just <clears throat> let it melt another bit. Now, huh? um, okay. Thank you for your time. And the uh, clerk is going to be down there at the store. Okay. Thank you, folks. Have a good evening.